0: Previously, on the Division Three's finest podcast.
1: Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next
2: pay manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. From
1: what I understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game, uh, so like, <laughs> what are the best kind of steroids that I could get?
0: That's a good question, man.
1: <laughs> uh... You took Sprite Cranberry you over. Took, you
2: took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper.
1: I'd rather drink my own piss and than... <laughs> I don't fear the mellow Ball at all, and then, uh... Like, those guys, they look like they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is, I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? <laughs> yeah, a minus 69 a 69? Make you have to a whole new album. I'll go seven. But I, I feel, seven. I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day. Honestly, so uh, what do you do now? For a little...
3: Yeah, I, I work. For a couple of, uh, You're time. professional now. Big uh, professional
1: guy.
0: Episode seventy of the Division 3's Finance Podcast coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode seventy of the Division 3's Finance Podcast. How are we all doing?
1: I'm good, my friend. Benjamin hey, cool be Baskins. Um, yeah. Shout out. Uh friend of the show, Carol Baskins. No, just kidding. Not friend of the show. Of I don't know. What do we stand on that?
0: Anti, uh, anti official for sure.
1: podcast dance, anti. friends, not, anti. not anti. Carol Baskins. Anti Carol and anti Lowe.
0: Jeff Lowe. I hate Jeff Lowe. We'll bleep that out. Both but, of them. yeah.
1: Out of it. So 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 okay, yeah, we'll just stay there. Carol Baskins out of here, Jeff out of here. Works with me. Don't like you
0: through. Yeah, that's a, that's a good official stance. And before we get continued, um, you know, with our interview and in Fantasy BS with Toby Welk, uh, we do have a couple announcements real quick. But like always, we have an incredible and special and talented, you know, reoccurring guest joining us. Gil, do you uh, want to do the hon- honors of that introducing was, him real quick?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that was the probably the nicest intro he's ever gotten. Um, so maybe a nice little change up in it here, trying to keep things positive during these these dark times. But exactly. of course, uh, as always, happy to have him, Jacob Schubert, Jacob the Bald Schubert. How are we doing?
2: You know, great. Um, Do you no, go by actually Coach bald now? No, I just go by you know Jacob Schubert or uh, Jake or Schubert oh, I don't I don't go by bald anymore. I've put that that's in my past.
1: Okay, it's not. It's yeah. very much part of your current reality. <laughs> but we appreciate. it No, I'm just happy
2: to be, I'm happy to be now a co-host slash recurring guest as Ben Uh, let me have that title. When? when
0: I let him have that title in his Instagram bio that I don't control, but so there's nothing I can do, I can't, you know, I don't have his (laughs) username or password, so technically, I mean, I allowed it, but like, what else am I going to do, am I going to log into his account? and try to change it
2: so yeah he allowed it so i'm glad to be a co-host slash recurring guest he's using it as validation he's like oh ben <laughs> gave it the okay so i'm officially i yeah. gave ben the option i said do you want me to put co-host recurring guest yeah you're... or just recurring guest or just co-founder because that's why i have my twitter bio just co-founder and he said you can put co-host recurring guest so okay i'm a co-host co-founder <laughs> Co-founder makes you sound like a like a silent partner, like a like an angel investor, <laughs> like just on the side. <laughs> just I'll around. change my Twitter bio right now.
1: Right, yeah. like that guy, that guy silent that partner. created. Yeah, I wish you were a silent partner. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like that guy that created Facebook in the social network. He's a co-founder, even though he, like, lost Facebook. Uh, You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, not a a title that you want, technically. But I guess uh, we can move on to our announcements. So, another two interviews this week. We're pumped about both D3 guys that got drafted, and we have more interviews coming this week. It feels like we're gaining a lot of traction last couple weeks, so I think we might be moving to two episodes per week as a regular thing. We'll see. But, you know, a couple big guests booked for the next couple weeks, so we're all pumped about it, and and I hope you guys are excited as well. It's a good time to buy stock in the Division 3's Finest
1: Podcast. Yes, that is right. We, we're not public yet, but if you are, do want to invest, obviously, you know, reach out to our people. will talk to your people. Uh, just listen, us know. Follow us on Twitter. I think it would be the best way.
0: At the 3's Finest Pod. Uh, Bitcoin, Cash App, Venmo, we accept all. So, yeah.
1: currency of any
0: form. Plus, we're also down $151 due to our donations. So, you know, anything <laughs> any money you could throw yeah, our yeah, way would be coach. incredible. Oh, yeah.
1: did, ben, do you want to tell, do you want to talk about where, who we donated to?
0: Yeah, for sure. So we can talk about that. So anyone who's been following us on Twitter, so we posted the soundbite of Jacob Schubert asking on air in our biggest interview ever to Pitt's baseball coach if we could get a blue jersey for him. Asked how many retweets we get. He put us in contact with the right people. He said David Stark, Director of Baseball Operations, shout out from the program. Asked for two hundred and fifty retweets. We didn't quite get there. We actually weren't even close. But we, we offered that if we came up short we'd donate whatever we were short of, like the amount of money to a coronavirus. Relief Fund, uh, we ended up doing that anyways, even though we didn't get the retweets so we donated did that to a Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, $151 for a great cause, and Jacob Schubert is now going to get a Pittsburgh Royal Blue jersey coming in the next couple of weeks, so pretty excited about that. Big news for the Division Three Science podcast.
1: Yeah, good good story all around. We, uh, we got, you know, good, good, uh, good interaction with Coach, you know, for a good cause, and I guess the we get Shuba jersey, which is cool, I guess.
0: I guess. Wouldn't it would be cool if we all got jerseys, but you know, you can't win
1: them all. You can't. Well, yeah, that's right. We'll take what we can get. They were nice enough to even, you know, take the take the deal, play the game. It was fun. Uh, we had a good time. hundred. Honestly, we got more than I thought. We
2: weren't right. close,
1: but we got more than I thought we'd get. So I will say that. Um, so I think that's all we got for shout outs and announcements. Um, now uh, we have an interview with Baltimore Orioles, minor minor leaguer and 2019 D3 player of the year, Toby Welk. Ben, cue the airhorn.
0: A few moments later. Now join us on the podcast. This is his first appearance on the show. He's a minor league infielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he was also the 2019 D3 baseball player of the year and was the first team All-American twice. Toby Welk, we're pumped to have you on the show. First question, how's quarantine life going for you and when can we get Cal Ripken on the podcast? <laughs> well,
3: First off, thanks for having me, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, quarantine's going well. You know, I'm doing a lot of calisthenics stuff, trying to keep myself sane. been driving around the same loop for about uh, a month, <laughs> <laughs> a little over a month now, just kind of doing the same thing, taking the bike for a ride. And uh, Cal Ripken hasn't even spoken to me yet, so
0: no, hate to hear I'll that. see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> <Get back laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, as soon as you get the chance, you know, make sure to just drop our name in there. You know, yeah, I'm sure that'll yeah. be the. I'm sure will sure. be a hot topic of discussion when you guys first meet. <laughs> yeah. the D 3s finest voice for sure. That's right. <laughs> See, he probably already knows about us. He'll ask you. Yeah. Uh, definitely. So, so we can get into uh, some of the more serious questions here. First, big time journalism question. Um, so the theme of our podcast name, Division Three's finest, comes from us being, you know, former D3 athletes, you know, pretty elite but, you know, still D3 um, so like most athletes <laughs> we're uh, mainly just playing the game for the love of the sport uh, and just trying to ride out our careers as long as possible um, so now in your case, kind of a little more rare, uh, you had like a great college career, and now you're getting paid to play baseball um, so you still obviously have that same drive uh, that you could talk about though, so do you mind just kind of uh, giving us a little background on you, your passion for baseball, and kind of what helped get you to this point.
3: Yeah, so uh high school ball and pretty much I would say all high school ball, I was basically an average player. I got into Legion more, and I I, I really enjoyed it. I love playing with a wood bat, so I I had some fun in there. You know, we won a state tournament with the downtown Legion, and that kind of kicked it all off. You know, I was like, ah, oh, maybe maybe I can play college baseball, and I was pretty good at, with the uh, engineering program in my high school so I decided to go for engineering to Burks actually not even to play baseball I didn't even know if I was on the team ended up trying out got on and then you know I had a hitting coach that went to Shippensburg uh, Cody Colt and he kind of kicked off you know my offensive abilities you know just uh, everything switched you know it's like, like I didn't hit any doubles my senior year of high school or home runs or anything like that so he kind of taught me, you know, how to attack the ball and how to use my body efficiently. And then just from there, it just I just kept working hard, stayed in the weight room, and tried to be the best I could be.
2: Yes, you know, just going into college and looking over some of your stats, you know, you're the, you were the D3 player of the year, two-time first-team All-American, and you hit over 400 from your sophomore year all the way through your senior year. Was there ever any, like, thought of transferring at all? And did you have a moment during your college career where you felt like, you know, all right, maybe I'm in a different league or playing at a different level than the rest of the guys in this league?
3: Uh, I would say uh, after my sophomore year, I went up to Amsterdam, New York, and I kind of got a chance to, you know, get a little exposure into, you know, like a good summer league in the perfect game, collegiate baseball league with the Mohawks. And I kind of – I was out there, and I remember – um, it's where my hitting coach at Burks, my original hitting coach at Burks, went and played in the summer. So I kind of got some exposure with those guys, and I, I saw them, and I'm like, wow, like I don't know if I can keep up with them. And then I, I hit BP, and a couple of the guys came up. They're like, where are you from? Like, like dude, like you were smacking the crap out of the ball, and like they heard that I was from like a D three nice. school, and I was, and it's just like uh, that's kind of when I realized it was like that aha moment. But mm-hmm. I never really thought about transferring. Like a couple of the guys on the team were like, oh, man, you should, you know, come up to UMass. Like we got a third base spot open. Like our guy just graduated. Like you, you could start. And I was like, ah. And then uh, I talked to the University of Delaware guy a little bit after one Legion tournament because I played after my freshman year. But never really, never really any big transfer news. You know, it was never really on my radar. I just wanted to play and have fun. And I loved the, I loved the team.
0: That's fair. So, um, just from personal D3 experience, we had some studs in the PAC, but don't think we ever ran into anyone that got drafted, but I can only imagine what your confidence and swagger level is like during some of these games. Uh, we saw you only struck out 31 times as well, like, your whole college career, so that's that's insane. Yeah. Uh, just talk a little bit about your mentality during your D3 days, and has that changed at all, facing tougher competition, or do you still kind of carry that you know confidence and swagger at the pro level?
3: Yeah, obviously at the At the D3 level, it was more of a, I'm just going to wait for you to make a mistake, and I'm just going to absolutely demolish it. Like, it wasn't, I was never worried. I always, I had a new hitting coach after my freshman year that would always come up to me before I hit and was like, nobody in the country can beat you. Like, and he meant that for sure. Like, he'd seen a lot of hitters, you know. He would just say that to me. He's like, nobody can beat you. I had that belief, you know, and I kind of just, instead of saying, like, When I get into pro ball, oh, this guy's really good. Like, if I get out, it's okay. I kind of kept that mentality, like, nobody's going to beat me no matter what. And, you know, you you get frustrated when you do get beat, obviously, but I think it it helps, you know, going in there. Even when I faced Cindergard, it was like, all right, this guy's not going to beat me, you know.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, that that mindset, I guess, is crucial, and we've covered, you know, your college accomplishments. Um, So when, like, was there a point during your career – uh, you know, in college, uh, you know, coming up where, you know, you kind of knew becoming a professional was, like, a reality, And um, then after that, you could just kind of talk us through your draft day process? Um, you know, obviously anyone who's played baseball seriously has dreamt of that phone call. So just any details yeah. you can give us into that day and that call from the Orioles would be great.
3: Yeah, well, first off, um, it started my junior year with a guy, uh, Gary Shesko, which is the cross-checker that found me. And he, he came out, and it was before, like, a weekday game out of nowhere. I had no idea he was coming. And he comes up, and, I'm, and I had no idea who the guy was. He was just there for BP, not wearing any Orioles gear or anything. And he goes, I'm going to take, uh, you know, some exit below stuff. He told my coach, and my coach comes up to me, and he's like, I need to talk to you real quick. And I was like, all right. And he goes, you know, there's a scout for the Orioles here, and he wants to take your exit velos and batting practice. So I was, I looked at him. And I'm like, I laughed at him because that's we have a really good relationship. I still talk to him pretty much every week. Right. Times a week, I worked for him a little bit. Everything. So I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah, right. He's like, dude, I'm serious. And he like grabbed me on the shoulder. He's like, you know, stay relaxed. You know, hit the ball. So I talked. And then I once I talked to the guy, I wasn't really nervous. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. So I took my, the and then kind of going into my senior year, it was it was real quiet. They kind of just sat back and watched. And. And then kind of towards the end, I I figured it out because there was a bunch of different teams, you know, talking to me, having me fill out questionnaires. There's a prospect link. And then when uh, draft day came, it was uh, I had heard different things, you know, where I was going to go, how much money I was going to get. And I'd looked up the senior sign, you know, how much money they actually get. And I'm like, all right, whatever, I can't expect, you know, the world. so I was supposed to go in the 10th I actually got a call in the 10th round and they were um, they offered me a certain amount of money and I said I said yeah I'll go and then the guy hung up the phone and then you know I didn't get the call back that I had gotten drafted and then I (laughs) kind of had to wait for the next day so I was like really anxious just sitting there just just everything it was like a a blur it's even hard to remember but I remember uh, getting the phone call on the third day of the draft and the guy's like all right we're gonna take you here and it was right at the end of the 20th when they had that 15 minute break so my phone rang and like i've answered it faster what i've ever answered a phone call in my life <laughs> <laughs> I
1: on my phone, i'm like oh my You're god my
3: everybody's listening and uh and he's like yeah we're gonna take you after this 15 minute break and he offered me the money i said sure so i uh I'm sitting there just just waiting and then it finally comes on the screen and it was just like a weight lift off my shoulders mm-hmm. and I almost had like a, i teared up almost a little bit because like you said, it's everybody's dream, right. yeah. you know, and then and then like after that first like 15, 20 minutes of my phone crashed from so many notifications, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like messaging me and stuff because I had a lot of people watching and then it just, it, sure. it blew up and then I just, and, and then within a half an hour I was like, all right, when do I get to go? When do I get to go play?
2: Right. That's awesome. Throughout the, throughout the whole process, did, no, no, you, uh,
0: nice
2: did you have any idea, like, of, of the team that was going to draft you? Like, did you always think the Orioles were going to draft you? Or, like, did you think some other someone else was going to draft you?
3: Well, I went to a pre-draft workout for the Phillies. Um, I didn't go to the actual stadium. And then I went to one for the Orioles, too, after that, which was in Camden Yard. And that was... That was awesome. That was a great experience. So it was pretty much between the Phillies, the Mariners, which talked to me. They talked to me on the phone a lot. They didn't invite me out to any workout or anything. And then the Orioles were definitely the forefront. I was hoping I went to the Orioles because I like the way they ran everything. You know, the, the way the pre draft was run was awesome.
2: Yeah, so, you know, we know you're just getting started in the minors, and hopefully you guys can get back to it soon with the whole coronavirus deal. But uh, regarding last year's season, your first season as a professional, was there, like, any, like, holy shit, welcome to the league moments or either in spring training or, you know, seeing MLB guys for the first time where you were like, you know, this is at a different level? We'll bleep that out. Uh, Yeah,
3: definitely. Yeah, my first Yeah, my first aha moment was, uh, I'd say – when I met um, a couple of the big time guys because I knew where they were, I saw them in the draft. You know, I was with Johnny Riser right away from TCU, and I remember we were we were like separated. I got there on the Sunday, and then on that Monday we all had our physicals, and it was it was him, um, Joey Ortiz, Jordan Cannon, and I that were in the car together. I remember, and that was kind of my first aha moment. And then when uh, Adley showed up, it was. Uh, it was weird at first, like everybody was kind of just looking at him, and then uh, I mean his locker was right across from mine, so I just we just kind of started you know talking back and forth, you know, just making jokes and right. and then walking out to the field, and then that was that's pretty much the only aha moments mm-hmm. i really had. And then facing Cindergaard was crazy at first, but
1: how'd that go? Uh, I was one for two off him. Yeah. Uh, okay. That yeah. that's, There yeah. you go. That's all you. Yeah, you could a, probably just be done level. now. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of walk it off. so you. You can yeah. die happy. I'm sure. That's that's, that's oh, yeah. expressive. It was awesome.
0: And you know, despite the challenges of facing tougher competition and faster VLO, you're all obviously off to you know fast start at the pro level already. Um, we saw you hit 330 for the Aberdeen Ironbirds and earned the team's MVP award. Was there ever a sense of, like, validation during that season or a, a breakout moment where you felt like, you know, all right, I, I belong at this level? Yeah,
3: um, I would say probably the second or third game that I played was when it broke through, like, it kind of, I wouldn't say the nerves wore off because they're, they're still there every game I play. You know, I get those butterflies before I play. Yeah. But the, uh, you know, the the fact that, okay, I'm here with these guys, you know, I'd say second or third game that I played because, you know, I I hit pretty well to start off. I'd say probably the third, you know, because I had a couple couple base hits, a couple, you know, nice swings off of pretty good pitchers. And everybody knows who everybody is. Like, everybody's talking the dugout. Like, when the LSU closer came in and I was the first one to face him, it's like, oh, you know, Zach Hess is coming in to throw. Like, you know who it is. You know what I mean? So
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's been, like, the biggest adjustment? Is it just, you know, faster velo, faster athletes? What, what's been the biggest difference between D3 and the pro so far? Everything. Everything, yeah.
3: <laughs> Literally, like, one through nine guys can hit the ball with a fence. Like, that's the difference. Right. You know, it's like you can never, like, in D3 ball, it would be, like, it almost like you on defense or something you'd lock in for, like, the certain guys. Like, all right, if this dude hits the ball at me, you know, I got to be ready. Right. Like, seriously, ready to react. Like if they're not going to hit a weak little chopper, and like if you get to pro ball, it's every single pitch. You got to be ready for a
1: hundred and five mile an hour ball hit at you. Right.
3: So that's um,
1: the biggest difference. Yeah. So for sure, I can't even. Uh, I can't even. I know exactly what you mean too about just like locking on those those certain guys. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, so I like you mentioned earlier though. Um, obviously, the things have been delayed. Uh, due to the virus, um, so we're yeah. kind of in unprecedented territory, but uh, you talked about it a bit earlier. But how are you staying prepared for the upcoming season, uh, you know, in terms of staying in shape? Are you doing anything baseball-wise? Um, and what are some of your thoughts on uh, some of the proposals, like robot umpires and players sitting in the stands for a potential comeback?
3: Um, I would say... You know, with the the biggest thing I'm doing right now is trying to it, – it's a big mental battle because I'm used to having a, you know, a structured regiment as to you know, like I was in spring training for almost a yeah. month and I was there for, you know, uh, early camp. So just a little over a month I spent in Florida, you know, with a regiment every single day getting up, you know, having that routine. You know, it's, it's weird just coming home and just sitting around. But uh, I've been – they have uh, our strength coaches gave us a like Bridge Athletic app, and we have customized things for all the equipment that we have at home, so I, I can work out every single day, I can run, do calisthenics, like I said, which isn't bad. So that just, that keeps me in shape. It keeps me, you know, has that little routine throughout the day just to keep after it. And then uh, robot umpires, I think it'd be great because I got <laughs> screwed on a bunch of pitches. You hate actually. the real ones. Uh yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, it
3: was it was not fun dealing with that last year. We got into some heated arguments.
1: Mhm. I hear you there. Yeah. I, was, I mean, what was the other question you asked? but um, that was pretty much it. The only uh, there yeah. was another so another one of the ideas that's been thrown out there, I guess, is players sitting in the stands uh, just to maintain their distance. Uh, so just I, anything to I to, heard to about stay that separated. At all.
3: Honestly, I haven't. I have not heard about players sitting in stands at all. But <laughs> do you think I, it would I mean, work?
1: I mean, I think our research department uh, just made it up. To be honest with you, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think it's got that. some. I think it's got some validity. I think we could see yeah. it. I mean, it, it could if there's no anything to bring. Anything seasons. to bring it back? Yeah. Got oh, to, yeah, uh, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong.
3: I mean, I just haven't <laughs> done much homework on <laughs> it.
0: Who would you say was worst umpires? D3 umpires or umpires in the minor leagues?
1: Minor leagues. For sure? Oh, wow. 100%. I'm sure they have egos. I'm sure they all have egos.
0: Oh,
3: 100%, dude. The umpires in the minor leagues, man. I I mean, we had, obviously, everybody, you have moments in D3 ball where right. it was bad, yeah. but... At that, it was definitely the magnitude of it was way worse in pro ball because of how bad and how many times, you know, we get – we have a track man, so we get the report back of the pitches that were called strikes. Yeah. I had like a 11-pitch at bat or something like that and got called out on a fastball at like 96 that was 10.2 inches off the plate on the outside Ooh, corner.
0: Jeez. And it
3: was like – it's – yeah, so the, I feel like I'd never had moments in D3 where I got called out that were that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So, Still, we've had some crazy bad D three umpires, so that's hard to believe that they're even worse than the Myers. That, that's sad, yeah. honestly. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm disappointed to hear that news. Yeah, it's,
3: it's, it's moving. It's too fast I played
2: at. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. <clears throat> all right, so you know the last question we have here before we get into some rapid fire questions, you know, and hopefully you're not getting too annoyed with all these Division three questions. But the last one we have, uh, unfortunately, at the D three level, we don't, you know, get all the bells and whistles like the D- Division one guys. So, do you have any funny or funny or crazy baseball stories from those college days? Like, I know us three, we had a fake BP one time where these, we just had to virtually hit the ball. It wasn't even a real ball game thrown just right before the game. Yeah, I
3: don't. Uh, so I don't ma- think I have anything as good as that
1: for sure.
2: Oh, it gets um, better.
1: We he were, he said he judged if it was a hit or not based on our swing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah, good. That's
3: good. No, I don't have. I mean, probably the craziest D3 thing. I don't know if you guys did or not. We didn't have a clubhouse or anything like that. Hell so, no. Like, yeah, so like I had, you know, going to class, <laughs> we would have games, and I'd get my full uniform and like go to an engineering class and sit through like a two hour uh, class in the morning to sit there and just wait to play baseball, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and like, I'm wearing like slides, or Crocs, or something, in my engineering <laughs> class, in full yeah. uniform, people looking at yeah, me right right there there the around, and everything, so yeah. yeah, that that was it, and then uh, we would always have this conditioning, um, we'd run along, we have this park that we would run to, and it was called Hell Day, and it was in the fall every year, and we would literally run along like a creek bed, and it and in berks county you know half the time it's freaking like it could be 32 degrees or it could be like 60 in the fall so you don't know so we had times where we're running in like 28 to 30 degree weather in the fall along this creek and i'm like like what are we doing yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah that's all got.
0: you guys aren't running track like there's no reason for you guys to be doing that. yeah yeah
3: that's, yeah that was, that's probably yeah that's that's
0: my craziest D three stories. Yeah, we we had these things called Stevie Frenches that our coach would <laughs> have us do. Uh, so uh, when we did, uh, you know, inter squads, like whenever someone struck out looking, um, they'd have to take this medicine ball and like from their knees throw it around the field. So you'd have an inner squad <laughs> and you have guys going around the field throwing a medicine ball. So uh, pretty crazy yeah. days. Yeah.
2: Sometimes it was a tire too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was bad. Switched it was, up every day. Wasn't optimal. <laughs> Did
2: you guys ever play fungo golf? Yes.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, oh, yeah. On the field, yeah. We used to we used to play before games on our field. That's probably
1: another one. We play before games and practices all the time. Ben's a professional. Ben's Ben could go pro in fungo golf. Yeah, I think. Hey, um, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but time now.
0: Yeah, just went for the lead to open up.
1: Right. All right, so I think we're ready to move into rapid-fire questions. Um, so, Toby, I'm just going to read out just a list of questions here. Um, just looking for, like, a quick, you know, couple-word answers, or if you have any good yeah. stories that, like, come from them, go ahead and feel free to expand. Um, okay. But we can just roll through them real quick. Uh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All righty. When were you most nervous during a baseball game?
3: Uh, making a throw to first base.
1: Like, never. Never. Yeah, I hear you. Every time? That's actually one of the most relatable things I've ever heard.
3: I'll never be scared hitting. It's freaking throwing the ball at first.
1: Especially when you have time. Uh Get me out of there. All right, next one. Do you have any crazy baseball superstitions? And if not, what's the weirdest one you've seen from a teammate?
3: Uh, For me, it's uh, if I sing my walk-up song, I strike out every time.
1: How many times do you say that? How many times has it happened before? Do you think like is it something you've got under control uh, I mean, or is it like you never no, really know it's when it's going to strike?
3: No, it's definitely like if I start singing it at all, I think about it. I think it, it happened maybe one or two times where I'm like singing my song and I go up and just have a three pitch punchy like the pitcher just dices me. So I'm like, alright. <laughs> yeah. uh, it probably happened a couple of times and I just got aware of it and then yeah, like, I stopped doing it. And then if I started singing it, I'm like, that's bad. You do right away you know it's in my head it does. yeah that even starts
1: so, so
2: how many models like many words. Uh, oh, oh go ahead shoot how many yeah. words until like you know you're going to strike out like if you say one word or do you have to sing like a whole like <laughs> lyric i think if i start singing it like it's uh-huh. I, I feel like when it first started
3: it was definitely you know it was kicking in the sticks by Brantley gilbert okay, okay. so if i'm singing like a, a at least a sentence or something that's it it's over you know what, what I mean? Like the a curse,
0: the curse yeah. is on. And what's yeah. what's your mindset after that? You're like immediately like, oh, I'm f***ed, or do you start like being defensive over there? Like, uh,
3: I would say it's a mixture. Like I can, I kind of go back and forth. It's like, a, you know, I'll, I'll be like, I'll, I'll realize it, and I'll be like, oh no, what did I just do? You know what I mean? Like it, it's like you, know, you just broke a mirror or something like that. You know, yeah. you're like, oh no, like you're just thinking about it, and then it gets you out of <laughs> So I just I, I concentrate on not singing my walk up song and I feel like it helps me from getting stressed, you know, especially going into <laughs> the plate. If you're concentrating on not singing a song, you're not as worried about hitting, you know, the guy who's just like
1: all right, I'm super go fair. fair. That's fair. I guess. Yeah. It, it makes sense to me
0: psychologically, for sure.
1: Yeah. Alright, so is being a former D three player something you embrace or do you ever get annoyed with hearing the stereotypes all the time? No,
3: I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, because I think a lot of my teammates love it, too. Like, I'm just the D3 guy. Because yeah. uh, early on, I had one of my pitching coaches. <laughs> one of the pitching coaches, not my pitching coach, but he was on the Ironbirds. And uh, he's in the dugout. And, uh, yeah, I think I had, a, um, I had a base head or something. And I come in, and I never even talked to him. And he goes, well, where are you from? And I just... Like instinctively, just said D three, like right away. And he asked <laughs> me when I homed down. So yeah. like it's still a running joke now. He asks me all the time. Like in spring training, he probably asked me fifteen or twenty times. Like yo, well, where are you from? And wants the D three answer every time,
2: because he there
3: thought he was electric. You know what I mean? Like he's fired of- up. All right. Yeah. That's there awesome. you
1: go. Um, what's the longest bus ride you've had to go on during your college career? And what's your go-to gas station snack?
3: Um. Longest bus ride, uh, definitely Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, mm. for spring training. Well, like, 13 hours or usually. That. I don't know yeah. What yeah. You know it is. Something like that. Not well, fun. 11 to 13, depending on, you know, traffic, in Washington, D.C., because we always get screwed up in there. Um, go-to gas station snack. I have a Sunoco right by my house mm-hmm. that has these, um, like, 7-Eleven replenished drinks. Okay. And then uh like a cliff protein bar i think it's um like peanut butter
1: chocolate
3: but i'm not sure what the exact flavor is
1: that's uh that's kind of the healthiest gas station snack i think i've ever heard in my life uh, yeah that's a, what i like. Mean, down here.
3: in florida we had one too and it was right by the hotel and i get that i got
0: it um, hey that's why hey, he's, yeah, where that he's at and we're at we're here podcasting instead
1: <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly uh, so, what is your ultimate goal in baseball? Ultimate goal? Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: obviously, to get to the big leagues, that's, just, that's the the lame answer. You know right. what I
1: mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Go yard off guard?
3: Yeah, well, that, that's a good goal, too. I think oh, just uh, just the ultimate goal, yeah, with baseball, um, definitely getting to the point where I can sustain a life where I don't have to worry about working ever again.
1: I like that. That's yeah. a good answer, actually. Really good go. answer. the mic on that one. All right, last one. Um, all right, f- Mary Kill. Uh, we'll <laughs> take that out. Yeah. McDonald's, Wendy's, and Taco Bell. <laughs> oh my god. Here we go. Uh, a choice.
3: What am I gonna say? Bang, for like because you yeah. gotta edit it out or something. Uh, no, you, no. You, no you you, say whatever you want. You could say, f- but yeah, we'll, we'll bleep it out. <laughs> all
1: right.
3: Uh, I'm going to – this is a hard one. I'm probably going to go bang Taco Bell. I'm going to kill McDonald's and marry Wendy's. Ooh. That's a great That's
1: a good response. That's, a, good that's, a, good that's a great one, actually. I like it. Yeah, I'm not a not McDonald's hard, no, man.
3: fan, man. I think
1: the Big Mac's
3: lame now. If you lose put Burger King cr- in there, it would have been over. Mm. Just saying.
1: Mm. Okay. McDonald's only quality, redeeming quality, is breakfast, and Wendy's breakfast is nothing to scoff at.
2: So You're I'm just saying,
1: you. you can get out of there. You try a, I don't.
3: I'm not a huge fast food guy either.
1: Oh yeah, no. that's right. You eat Cliff bars at gas stations. I forgot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, think I I'm pretty sure I was playing pond hockey one time and I threw up after I ate
1: McDonald's. So I think that's what kind of started. <laughs> You're just that. St- no. that. Yeah. Did you throw yeah. up on the, on the pond? No, on the side in the snow. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, okay. you Got you. out of the snow there. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so I think we're ready for Fantasy BS um, for all you first-time listeners out there. Uh, for our last segment on the podcast, we like doing a fantasy draft of a random topic with our guests um, today's fantasy BS topic is quarantine TV shows. Um, we'll be doing three picks each. This is a snake draft. Um, people forget about that, even though we explain it every time. All right, Toby, why don't you start us off? Quarantine TV I got, shows. I got Ozark. Ooh, that's a great one. I just finished that just finished last
3: week. I'm not, see, I just started it up. I think that's why it's my
1: number oh. one. Uh, hooked. Sure. yeah.
3: It will
1: yeah, continue, it'll ready finish ready. as your number one.
0: That's a good pick. Oh, uh, yeah. Great pick. All right, uh, so I got the second pick here. Um, this might be too easy. I mean, I guess I have to go Tiger King. It's just the most ridiculous documentary series I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Nuts. It's it's just, yeah, fucking nuts. We'll bleep that out, but yeah, it's crazy.
1: Thank you. Thank you for bleeping that out. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna go. I know it got a lot of heat how it ended, but I think this is good, especially quarantine. If you've never watched it, um, or it's just a great show regardless. Didn't end great. Game of Thrones, my first mm-hmm. pick. Actually, never yeah. watched it. I've watched bits and pieces of that. This I've is a great that. time. I mean, it. I was not happy with the ending for sure, but it's worth it for the whole to watch whole thing. Bro. You have a
2: Yeah, got great it. show. All right, so I'm gonna go with The Office. I'm um, actually very oh. surprised. It fell to me. Yeah. very thrilled about that. I'm actually yeah. through my... I'm working on my second time through watching it completely. I love that show. But, so yeah, The Office. And then... Uh, I'm going to go with um, All-American. Also on Netflix. Another great show. Very binge-worthy. So that's my second pick. I
1: haven't seen that. All right, back to me. Yep. Um, I'm also surprised this minute that, this far. Uh, I'm going to take Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, so- Speaks oh, wow. for itself, yeah. I think. Yeah. forgot about a, a, that. I was a, cla- clearly, clearly. What did you just pick? I don't even remember. I already <laughs> forgot. Oh, yeah, obviously you forgot about Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but that's all right. I didn't want to say anything and jog your memory. But uh, easy, easy second pick there.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I f- myself. I was begging on getting Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm going to go with, oh, we'll bleep that out as well. I'm going to go with yeah, uh, Prison Break. Prison Break, one of my favorite Ooh. shows of all time. Uh, I think it's an incredible rewatch as well. First two seasons are really good. So, yeah, Prison Break, uh, second pick here.
2: Great pick. I'm going through my list right now, and I really just f- myself with that All-American pick. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't great. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. You were panicking. You know <laughs> I don't know why.
0: All right, Toby, you Let's got a back-to-back list. picks here.
1: All right, so I'm going with uh, Meat Eater.
3: I don't know if you guys ever watched that before it's on netflix it's like a hunting show guy basically hunts all over the world and then you know like he teaches you how to you know butcher and cook them i think it's What's it called
1: big it's called meat eater okay it's on netflix it's a good yeah, yeah. sounds interesting yes for sure i'm I, yeah I, i'm probably gonna stick it out honestly
3: yeah i, lo- I mean the guy's awesome i follow him on instagram and everything but uh and then definitely with the last pick i got uh the walking dead love Ooh. that show Another good one. Another yeah, good one. I'm rewatching that as well. I mean, that's—I've been watching that since oof. I couldn't even tell you what year. I don't remember when it started, but
2: OG. Oh, yeah, for sure. That show lost me after like season four or five. That's yeah. where it lost me. All right.
3: All right. All right. It was great till then though. Yeah.
0: So uh, my last pick here, again, I kind of f- myself if I was gonna get Breaking Bad. I'm gonna go with uh, Parks and Recs though. Uh, Ron Swanson is okay. one of my favorite characters all right. of all time. I'm
2: actually so. glad Ben took that because it minimizes the amount of me like messing up my last pick.
1: Okay. I don't even know what that means. I can't screw it
2: up that bad now.
1: Like you, you say that, but we'll <laughs> see when we get there. We'll okay. see. Um, Alright, so my turn. Um I'm gonna go this one's a little bit I think I think there will be some people out here who appreciate this one. Um, Criminal Minds though. Ooh. I'm gonna go with that. Good one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. People people forget. I forgot about that. I don't lie. why.
2: It's now, now to me, right? Yeah, like, here's hey, your hey, don't hey. f up. All right, so thanks to Ben. My my three I'm choosing between, or was three, it was Parks and Rec, but Ben took that. Brooklyn Nine-Nine or The 100. If you've never seen The 100, great Let's show. Go. Oh, I'm going to go with The 100 just because it's more accessible on Netflix. I feel like more people have Netflix compared accessible. to Hulu. Yeah, it's a good 9, word. 100.
1: Good word. All right, uh, Great job. That's great. Yeah, we're going to wrap that up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Uh, anyone got any honorable uh, right.
1: mentions? mentions? There are so many.
0: Yeah, there are so yeah, many. We'll just time. run through a couple each, or who, one or two.
1: Who, I'll take a few. Um, personal Personal. Picks. These are ones that didn't make it, but like I love them. Uh, Scrubs. I don't know if any of you ever watched that.
0: No sir. Yeah, huge huge
1: fan. Um, Peaky Blinders. And then there were. I got more, but I'll just leave it with um, Westworld, HBO. I don't know if anybody's ever watched that. Great show. And uh, oh, Rick and Morty. If you have Hulu. Okay.
0: Toby, do you have any honorable mentions?
3: Uh, I would say. I like Friends. I used to watch Friends in, in uh, college. I thought it was a good, you know, solid, solid show to get a good laugh at. Yeah. But I <laughs> like American Horror Story too because I really hated like horror movies, but I somehow got into American Horror Story because you know I wanted to challenge myself.
2: Okay. Sure. That's that's
1: pretty much my nice. To
2: <laughs> sure. overcome
1: that? adversity, that's big. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. A lot of grit there.
2: D three life.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Shoot, you got any elbow mentions, bud?
2: I guess the only two I have would be, you know, I already mentioned it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's accessible on Hulu. And then I'm still a f-ing seven-year-old, uh, so Spongebob. Mm. I love okay. Spongebob.
0: That's fair. So uh, only honorable mention I have is Entourage. Um, it's a really funny show. Uh, yeah. The thing I like about it is because, like, you see all these problems, like Breaking Dad versus Break. Like, their problems are all, like, life and death. Like, Entourage, like, their problems are, like oh, is the main character going to do a $5 million movie or a $7 million movie? Like, it's just their problems are so, like, minimalistic. So, yeah, Entourage is one of my favorite shows.
1: Nice. All right, I think that's it, man. That was a pretty good list. Uh, Any, you know, listeners out there, let us know D at D3's finest pod. If we missed any, vote for me or our guest. You don't have to vote for the other two buffoons. Um, But, yeah, I think we're good. For
0: sure, Toby. You got anything else for us?
1: I uh, just thank you
3: guys for having me on. It was a blast. It's a little different than any other podcast I've ever been on. For sure. Hey, like sure. to hear that. I mean, it's. I was on the uh, podcast about D three baseball guy. I love those guys. I mean, they're okay. they're, they're great. I actually saw their Twitter players. the other day. Yeah, they're they're awesome. I mean, they're it's kind of similar to what you guys do. Same cool. type of thing. i loose and they're D three guys. So
0: yeah we're we're it looks doing like some the
1: sharks and the jets no i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> we're doing some research it looks like the that podcast like quote tweets all your highlights and like post them and with some kind of catch yeah. like oh, we need to get into yeah. that so and pump up our guests yeah. uh, we don't do enough of that
3: they're big supporters man they were out they came out to a bunch of different games they're all over the place
0: yeah that's cool uh, oh. yeah yeah
3: they're, they're really good if you guys got a chance i mean you should probably meet up with them
0: yeah, oh, yeah really really cool,
3: cool solid dudes.
0: Yeah, we'll try reaching out for sure. But uh, appreciate your time again, man. This was awesome. Yeah, no uh, Wish you best of luck going forward. Hopefully, the season gets started soon, so you guys can sit in the stands and stay six yeah. feet away from each other and play <laughs> yeah, good I baseball. Yeah,
1: go to my games and sit in the stands. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes. But yeah, I oh, yeah, do great. whatever. yeah, it's K Weezy, and we back the rise to the throne. And yeah, Ben Franklin's, Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people, phonies, just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for, for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patients. All I got is papers and a lot of haters.
2: Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers.